The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Dancing shit to break. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. So, yeah. Um, are we live? Uh, we are indeed. Okay. Um, Hello, everyone. So is episode five of Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, we are uh, we are the handsome boys. Um, by virtue of the whiskey reel, we've been allowed back on the air. Um, during this incredibly strange time in our world's history. Um, yeah. So, so uh, our chuddy buddy, once again... Um, is not here, and Bobby, why, why is Sean not here? Well, I mean, Sean relayed to us that he's a very, very busy guy, and he is trying to spend time with his wife, and all, I mean, all these things that during times like this, you want to understand for sure. Mm-hmm. We're, I, you know, I'm not mad at you about that. We've been trying to understand I'm a busy this. guy, I'm, you know. Um, I'm, I, I believe I'm pretty busy, being a single parent and running an operation, uh, a, a regional director sure. of several restaurants. You know, and I, I mean, I'm the guy in town right now that's setting everyone up for the remote access. Yes, you are You are a much-needed asset in, in the community right I, now. I think, long story short for me, is I really wish our buddy was here doing this with us because I think right now is an important time to do it. This is the most important thing that we could be doing, in my opinion. I think sure. we, are, we are allowing people to kind of escape a little bit. We're allowing ourselves as a catharsis to vent and kind of feel our way through this and we really really miss our buddy um that isn't here and but on a positive we're here to note, speak our truth but but on a positive note he is 20 minutes into episode five of better call saul see For sure see sean this is the thing you are using bobby's server right now as we record this and we can tell because he can log in and see what you're doing so <laughs> instead of being here you were balls deep in Better Call Saul, and uh, which is a great show, mind you. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan myself. Some people say it's better than uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. There are parts of it I, I would agree. Um, homeboy, God, who knew he was going to be such a dynamite actor? The guy was part Odenkirk? of... Odenkirk? Odenkirk, man. Yeah. What a fucking solid actor. He's turned into... Um, I mean, a lot of times the comedians that, that make that transition to acting, they really plateau. Like, they hit a limit. 
Um, like kind of, I don't want to say Jim Carrey cause honestly people shit on that guy, but you got to remember movies like eternal sunshine and 23 and he's had moments where he's shown flashes of pure brilliance acting. Sure. But Odin Kirk is a goddamn beast. Yeah, he is. Wouldn't and you agree, Sean? You're watching him right now. So I, <laughs> I want to make sure that we're all in line with each as other. As long as we're all on the same page. Yeah. Cause you know, uh, it, it, busy is a weird word. I My busy and your busy are two different busies, right? And he could be working and watching it at sure, the same time. because that's what you want It could be Katie watching it. It could be. Although I don't think she watches Better Call Saul. I don't know. I don't really know. But okay. We love you, buddy, but we're a little we're a little yeah. bummed out you're not here with us, my friend. Yeah, man. We want you, we're, we're, we want you on the whiskey reel. We need uh, we need our boy back, dude. And I think the people need us, too. Yeah. Uh, so um, let's, we need to talk about what we're doing. Going yeah, forward, so my friend. Let's uh, let's give our nuts a tug next week. What do you let's say, Let's give Bubba? our nuts a tug. Um, anyway. Um... This is the whiskey reel. This is a whiskey reel, um, but it's a handsome boy's takeover. Yeah, um, and that might be happening for a couple of weeks. That might be, be happening. We don't know. Shit we're, is weird. Um, do you want to talk a little bit? We're going to launch into some booze, and then we're obviously going to talk about that old Rona, and then we're going to do some music as per usual. Yeah, we're going to do our normal thing. We're going to do our normal thing because that's we're I providing think, distractions and we are fun. And, and I, uh, I think this is we'll a, be serious for a few minutes for sure. But. We're, we're going to have to be. I mean, we we're the, there's a I don't even say there's an elephant in the room. There's a goddamn fucking herd of fucking mastodons fucking in the room right um yep. and we're gonna get there we're gonna talk about yeah, it but they're first, running up that hill for sure yep hey nice lead um we're gonna talk about that later too it's a little kate bushy song yeah, um kate bushy song. done by i don't know bobby and mine or bobby and i are gonna have a gladiator style fight for the affection of this lovely lady we're gonna play her music um because i think we've both fallen in love yeah <laughs> you you weren't there but i definitely called dibs um right. shotgun yeah shotgun forever. shotgun shotgun forevers um, um so dibs on on meg myers ooh, but we'll talk about her wow, more later sweet lord um <laughs> yes we will um what are we drinking today we kind of got a weird one and and it's a multifaceted beverage because of different reasons yeah please explain there's a reason i wanted to bring this in one i like the idea when aaron and i do bubbles because we are the handsome boys and we're kind of bubble drinkers yeah we are to uh the, our sunday brunch kind of vibe yeah the handsome um, boys definitely like that bubble but I went down to one of our local restaurants, one of the few local restaurants right now that are still doing some takeout, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about all that situation. Uh, but they do takeout food, and um, our good friends over at Steamworks Brewing, they are still kicking ass and taking names and doing their best to keep their people working and doing their best to keep the people here in La Plata County fed. And uh, so I walked up, and they were kind enough to just be incredibly awesome to me um, and offering me, you know, discounts and all this stuff, which I don't earn anymore because I don't work for that company anymore, unfortunately. And, um, although I did get out at the right time, clearly. Amen. Um, but they were really, really kind to me. And I just thought, you know what, give me a bottle of your fabulous bubble stuff. Um, I believe this is a berry lemon, something they've had on. Um, so it's, I don't, a, they're hot. It's Steamworks is hard seltzer. They're hard seltzer. Right. And so, yeah, we did hard seltzer a couple of weeks ago and we loved it. And I, you guys may have heard that I really like hard seltzer. Uh, <laughs> Especially garage seltzies. <laughs> garage they, seltzies they just are taste better. pretty much the only thing keeping me going. <laughs> um, in every set of squats, I drink a seltzer. Oh, see? Know what that's called? That's carrot on a stick, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Get through this set, Bob. Get through this set, Bob. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a really good version of a seltzer. They do... Um, my favorite that I've tasted that they do, they do a number of different flavors. They make it all in-house. Um, so it's kind of a rotation basis. It's a rotation flavor sort of thing. They make one that's ginger. 
Yeah. Sweet Jesus. It is. I just wish they would just lock into that and do that going forward. It is I'm so good. such a fan of it. It tastes like actual fresh ginger. It's got a little bit of that heat to it that fresh ginger has, um, opposed to like candied. Um, really good. This one's good too. Yeah. Berry. It's kind of, you know, berry seems to be kind of the thing that it's like cough syrups. It's like berry. Everything's berry. Like, I, right. I don't know why, but it translates to stuff like this really well. Every company does a berry flavored seltzer that does a seltzer. No doubt about it. Everybody that. does a lime. Everybody does a berry. Yeah. And quite frankly, I think everybody does grapefruit at this point. That seems to be the other. I think one. grapefruits. Yeah. Like right. the pink grapefruit. Yeah. Seems like yeah. every brand I has mean, their version of the pink we grapefruit. We have our favorite seltzers. I'm, a, I'm all about that new uh, company called Press. Um, and also Crook, yes. Crook and Hammer, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. And press is nice. They're, um, we, we should probably do that maybe next week. We yeah. can do some press because that, that's a really good product. Well, well, Sean has to make his way through Better Call Saul, so we're probably going to have to do this again next week. I mean, you know. He's got shit to do. Uh, <laughs> I know. There's a new epi tomorrow. So yeah, yeah we're I know. We're fucked. Um, never going to see him. Yep. My chetty uh, buddy. My chetty. But the, uh, if you guys are a fan of seltzers, I can't say enough about... The one we did a couple weeks ago or last week, and then also um, this this new company called Press. It's like Artisan Seltzer, and they do like a blackberry hibiscus, which may be my favorite seltzer really, on the really market. Good. They do a grapefruit cardamom. Yeah, that's I was really about to say, good. it's grapefruit and cardamom. They do lemon. Really and, uh, they do a lime and lemongrass. It's really it, good. The lime that they do is like the only lime on the market that I actually like. Yeah, no, and it, it tastes like it tastes like uh, kefir. Yeah, it tastes like yeah. kefir lime, uh, which if you guys know, like you use the kefir lime leaves to cook with right um, it's a middle eastern kind of spice i guess you should say but it's um, kind of i'm kind of a snowmelt whore yeah but yeah like i those four lemon limes that you get in the in the variety pack or whatever yeah, those the, usually sit around to those the are the end. last ones. those are the ones and I'll, now with the press stuff i especially that blackberry hibiscus is like next level dude yeah, um, super good so if, we'll you're a fan, if you're a fan of of seltzers obviously we're here we do steamworks because it's local for us they do a great job with it and they're not only like they're friends yeah I mean, these people are literally our friends yeah um, and we want to support and we're you know bobby's like he said no longer in the service industry but i am um, I work for a company called Home Slice, um, which is now kind of, I'm kind of the regional director because there's multiple locations. We're starting our build out at Three Springs on Tuesday. We're moving right ahead, man. We've got yep. secured all of our financing. We're staying open. We're doing a really vibrant delivery and pickup service. And now in the state of Colorado, which is, we, Bobby and I were talking about this, pretty sketch. But um, you are allowed to serve alcohol out of your bar. You just can't have people at the bar. So we are doing to-go beer. We're doing to-go stuff. And honestly, they said we could do to-go mixed drinks, which, I mean, you know, you know, uh, boys and girls, Bobby and I are no stranger to a good time and to a party. Uh, there's something very weird about that. It makes me feel weird. Um, it's kind of that Vegas, that Louisiana style where you yeah, can basically yeah. like make a Moscow mule, put it in a Pepsi cup. As long as there's no straw in it, it's considered sealed container. Just or if mixed. there's a piece of paper on the straw. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or paper on the straw. I know in Louisiana, famously, like New Orleans, they just tape the straw down. Yeah, So exactly. you just pull the tape and drink it. Yeah. Um, it's very strange to be handing people mixed drinks in a container like that so they get in their car and leave. The first time I walked down the street in Natchitoches, Louisiana, at my brother's behest, went down two blocks, walked inside, ordered a six-pack yeah. of gin and tonics. Right. 
And, and bailed she, out yeah, with it. She throws it in a little sonic carriage yep. thing. And I walk down the street with six gin and tonics. I've never seen anything like that no, in my entire and life. No, and most of the time, it's a drive through You can get a 151 slushy and bullets. Oh, yeah. Classic. like uh, So the liquor stores, typically, it'll be like yeah. liquor stores. <laughs> yep. Some of them, there's one in my, my father's hometown, my parents' hometown, um, that is, in fact, an auto shop liquor store drive through and you drive through the middle of the fucking store right there's you can get out package or you just drive up and tell the dude like i need two packs of curs and (laughs) give me three way homers and you get like fucking and it's a daiquiri bar like they just yes they pour out daiquiris oh yeah oh yeah man um so we're doing that now in colorado which is great for local businesses to try to keep up and try to get as much revenue still a little weird though like you say very weird i don't quite frankly necessarily even feel comfortable about it um it feels a little strange but i'm sure i'll get over it we we're right now we're in survival mode figuratively and literally um as you guys all know you're listening to this we all know what's going on right now um boy um i was having a conversation Wait, what is what is going on well oh i don't know um <laughs> i was having a conversation with rex i've been uh, hanging out with her for the last couple of days we've been holed up um just cooking and listening to fucking I, oh, we got to talk about this later. I got another song that I think we should do. But anyway, um, we we're talking about how we, it's so rare that when you're in the middle of something, you usually see, see it through the lens of perspective. Typically when crazy shit happens in your life, you think about it afterwards. It's really interesting to be in the middle of a definitive change in modern history. We're in the middle of something that nothing will ever be the same again. We're probably going to see more of this going forward with viruses jumping from animals to humans. They've been talking about this for years. I played Bobby a clip of Contagion where they were literally talking like they're talking now, that movie Contagion. I think it's from 2011 if you guys haven't seen it. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, Soderbergh. I would recommend watching it right now. Don't watch it right now. It's going to scare you. But um, it, they literally use phrasing like they say social distancing. Like I, did, I thought that was a new term. Apparently, it isn't. Um, but well, anyway, and from that clip that we saw, they use the exact same reporter. Oh my god, that's literally reporting on this shit from CNN right now. It's freaky. <laughs> um, but anyway, and and please, I know you know we always toy around with like conspiracy theories. It, it's kind of a pastime of mine to think about like the Anunnaki and the fucking you know. It's just it's for me. It's like me watching Star Wars. Like I get a genuine kick out of all the tinfoil hat shit. That being said, man, um, you want to talk about fuel to the fire, dude. Like all those guys out there talking about martial law. And I told you, I told you, I told you. And meanwhile, Bobby's seeing military choppers flying overhead. We're getting video after video of military vehicles being transported on train to major cities. It's starting to get a little fucking spooky, guys. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole just for my own good. But it's starting to become... Hard to ignore, I guess. I mean, you'd have to thoroughly have your head buried in the sand not to think something was... And maybe it's all preventative. Maybe it's all they're just staging it for for something potentially. But sure. Doesn't it? It feels weird, right? Am I wrong about that? Like, uh, no, it feels... It, well... I mean, outside of the general weirdness of everything being shut down... I was about to say, there's I, such I mean, a weird general like wow. sense of like isolation and jesus christ i was walking to my office today because i had to pick up some stuff and ghost town right and i mean it yeah it was like i felt like 28 days 28 days later for sure yeah because i mean i'm just i could walk i could have walked down main street dude amazing and no one it's frightening um and i couldn't imagine we're in a small town as you guys well know in town there's seventeen thousand people in our county there's 40 so not a very big town 
I couldn't imagine being in Manhattan or Los Angeles or San Francisco right now, right. like a major city, what that would feel like. Because we're all very neighborly here in our small town. You know everybody. You wave at everybody. There's a general, there's a real sense of community where we live. I couldn't imagine in the streets of LA when you don't make eye contact with people. Like that sense of isolation must be so exponentially intense in, in a city. For as many people as as is in a major city, I, I'm thinking... The isolation is even worse. Do, yeah, do, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like here we have each other. Bobby and I are hanging out right now doing a podcast. What we uh, do every Sunday. You know, what we do every Sunday. Like you'll still see people on the street and wave to them and stop them and ask them how they're doing. We saw a local legend walk down the street today while we were outside of Bobby's office. I know, it was crazy. Joe Leader and his wife, which are great people, but you can Where feel, the fuck were they going? I they're just <laughs> you know, at, at this point now. You you do anything you can for for some sense of normality, anything. Yep. Whether that's ordering a pizza, whether that's having a drink with a friend, but because you can't go out, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't congregate. You, um, I, I'm just I, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't know what's this gonna be like. What's this gonna be like in in a month, in three months, in six months, in a year? What what's the new paradigm now? Right. Like, I mean, I think we're right now. It's so hard to get into timelines because we clearly have no idea what's going to happen. This whole thing could change, you know, overnight. I mean, literally tomorrow. I mean, we've watched the exponential growth of what's going on, and obviously, you know, I don't want to overplay it because we're we are dealing with something that is like. Kind of overall a lower mortality rate, but yes. the problem isn't that. The, right. the problem is in the treatment. The problem Amen. is in testing. You know, testing <sighs> and breaking our medical system. And we don't. I mean, I, I did read today, which like we have a, a lower per capita amount of hospital beds than Italy. You know, right. they actually have more hospital beds per person than we do, and they're out, and, and they're, they're well out, and, and they're, they're fucked. fucked. They're in trouble. So people they're... are falling over dead now. Granted, because they, also... they can't put them anywhere. Of course, and they imagine being that doctor, we have to decide who gets the bed. You know, right? Oh, you're 74. Well, this guy's 78, so he gets it. Like, yeah. what do you like? Who has to make right. that decision? And I mean, I'm not Fauci. I can't like speak to like to the numbers and and what we're really dealing with. But I know that if we're not testing. Then we don't have a fucking, we don't those have a numbers fucking don't, idea. Then the numbers don't mean anything. This is what I'm saying. We keep saying like where we live, there's been one diagnosed case in a town about 40 minutes away. That's about as close as we've gotten this to, as we're right. recording this. That being said, are you going to tell me nobody in this town's walking around with it? I have a hard time believing that. Fuck that, dude. That's imp- that's an impossibility in my mind. I have seeing a, yeah. the spread and the growth of this. We, you're an idiot to think it's I not hope, there. You know, whomever it is, I hope they're in Bayfield and I hope they're in bed taking care of themselves. <laughs> Amen. And just, you know, I'm not, I don't want to be, you know, dark and weird, but yes, I mean, these people need to be isolated and not just people from Bayfield. No. You know, I mean, they're bad enough in Bayfield, but (laughs) we're kidding, Baytucky. We love you. We love those Um, kids. We love you. Um, But it's, I don't know. Yeah, man. New new dawn, new day, right? Um, We are currently like, I'm still working. Bobby's still working. Sean's still working. Well, I mean, in between better get, you know. Got better call Saul. He's working, but um, he, you know, we're all as far as the boys here, man. We're all still okay. But like, yeah. I know Dana, you're out there listening, man. Like, are you driving your liquor truck right now? Because I don't think you are. Like, right. um, Sean's wife that works at the aforementioned Steamworks, she's a senior staff member. Just got all of her hours cut, and the management's down to half salary like shit like that where people are sucking back and rightfully so don't get me wrong i feel very blessed and fortunate to continue to have work um i know so many uh people that we know 
um, that are that are literally destitute. I know people moving out of town right now. And you might think, why would you move? It's the same everywhere. Well, they can't afford rent. Even though I know you don't have to pay rent right now, federal, whatever. They're moving just so that they can have a place to stay because they have no money. Like, that's where we're at right now. And it's just going to get a, it's going right. to get worse before it gets better. So I'm um, sure people are heading to their families. Heading dude, to people, you right? Know, trying to feel safe, trying to feel normal. And Jesus, trying man. to save money. Which, you is, know, and, which and, is why we're recording this for a sense of normality. Which is why we're still open at my work. Because they're not suspending rent. They're suspending evictions. Like you're going to pay that. No, rent you, that eventually. bill's going to come due. It's it is, come you're not going to skate. You know. You know. I mean, because I mean, that would be unfair to the people. Yeah, those, they're, you know, they're a business too, yeah, and we're all in this together. Got a stake in this shit. You know, it's it's like when people go. We had somebody come in the other day and was like, do, "Are you guys doing senior discounts?" And my first thought was like, "You're so fucking gross." Like, like that's we're your... just hanging on by a fucking thread and you want 10% off because like, you know, I mean, it, it's that sentiment, though, that just drives me nuts. Like I, if people, even despite knowing we all need to work and do this together, and it's so important that that money gets spent in a small town like ours, and you're still looking for a deal like I, I, it just, it's such an insight, a micro, like people's thoughts in a microcosm. Like, right. oh, you're just a shitty person. Right. You know, it's the same guy buying sanitizer and selling it for a 500% markup. Right. It's that kind of person. I know the, I, one, I, the one I saw today was uh, this gal out in front of like a Home Depot or Costco or something. Right. She literally went in, bought every box of every paper product they had. She bought all their paper towels, all their toilet paper. They got video of her dumping it in the back of her truck. I, literally these things on dollies filled her truck up with all the paper products. She won't use that shit in ever 15 years ever. You know what I mean? And then as she noticed the guy was recording her with his phone, she says, uh, yeah, go Donald Trump. And she fucking meant it. There you go. Like that's her sentiment. Yeah, towards man. All of us yep. is like, well, what are we doing? Like, and, and let's touch on that. Bobby's obviously, I mean, Bobby and I are both relatively well versed and I mean, we don't talk politics a lot cause it's, quite frankly, depressing over the last two years. Um, but I don't know how you talk about this and not talk about the administration. I don't think I don't think there's a way to talk about what this is without talking about how incredibly inept the most powerful country in the world yeah, has been. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I try not to ever apologize for like bringing stuff like that up because I don't want to... We're not a political podcast. That's not what we do. No. We're entertainers and we like to keep it light. We're going to be funny today, I promise. We're going to play some great music. We're going to have a great time. But yeah, like in a time like this, I'm noticing things. Yes. You know, and it's hard to ignore and I'm not going to willfully ignore some of the things that are being reported and some of the things that are like coming directly out of that guy's mouth. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, and you don't, you don't, have... you don't need to, you don't need to fucking find the clues in between. No. He's, he's out now. Not claiming responsibility, he's out. He's, well, he's literally said, "I'm he, not. Responsible. I'm not responsible." So who is? And and you know, which and I'm not a constitutional attorney, but I know that when you declare a national state of emergency and you start making, then you are responsible. You've literally you, you said, have "I'm taking responsibility." The, exactly. You're saying I'm taking the reins. So chewing the ass out of governors that don't have enough equipment or this, that, and the other. You you don't get to do that anymore, nah. and you don't get to push off the responsibility. You get to be a leader now. We, we you and I were talking about it earlier. Yeah, you know the reporter that got chewed out because all he asked the guy was like, you know, what are you going to say to the people that are really scared? I, and that's your opportunity to be presidential. It could. Can you imagine four years ago? I know. I know the what you're going to that say. Question. He would have probably brought all of us to tears. He would have brought us to tears. Yeah. 
he would have brought the spirits up of our entire country. Amen. I guarantee it. Amen. And 100%. I don't give a shit what you think about his policy or anything like Whatever. that. But that when that man had to deliver in a moment. He fucking did it. He was presidential. Fucking A. Sometimes too professorial. He sounded yeah. like, you know, he yeah. could be a little preachy. Sure. You know 100%. what I mean? But man, when that guy needed to lift up the nation, he could fucking do it. Dude. No doubt about How, it. I think you know? even... You know, mo- George Bush fucking this stepped is up he, to the This plate. is what I was just going to say to you right now. 9-11. Think Nine, about that th- response. Yeah. Think about that response. And obvious, and and there are still critics of his that'll say he didn't respond well. And there are there's there's an argument to be made. But when he had to fucking put on his big boy pants and be presidential, when he, he was, was when he stood there with that megaphone, yep, on the rubble, yeah, like I don't give a fuck what party you were affiliated with, whatever. Like in that moment when yeah. you needed a president, he was a president. He came through as a president. And how and, I and give how's, him credit. how's our boy doing now? You know, how's not, our boy doing now? It's not good, man. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Thank yeah. God for, uh, what's it, Michael Fauci? Fauci? Yeah, Fa- yeah, and there are a video of him where he's rubbing his face like behind Like he can't him. even. He can't even deal with it. When he start talking about, I mean, come on, guys. He's still saying fucking the Chinese virus. Like. Now it's the Wuhan virus. Now it's the Wuhan virus. I mean, guys. Because somehow that makes it better. No, of course. No, the that's thing's got less a racist. Name, right? That's less racist. It's got I, a name. I thought it was called, called COVID-19. COVID-19. Right. I thought it had a you know, name Or the too. novel coronavirus, whatever yeah, one whatever wants to call it. Yeah, whatever you want to go. Whatever you want to go with it. Maybe we should stick with those terms. Well, I don't know. A month ago, it was all a hoax, even though he was debriefed on this back in January, and we could have been ramping up testing and getting ready for the inevitability. But instead... It was just an opportunity for him to bash Obama and an opportunity for him to bash the Democrats and to say, look, oh, they're fear-mongering, and now we're here. Yep. So, um, yay. Yeah, well, Thanks, it hasn't Bob. been quite the hoax. No, it doesn't seem to be. I mean, there's still... I, I had some hillbilly walk into, fucking, um, walk into my place on Tuesday, the first day of the shutdown, talking about how everybody's just being a pussy and everybody's being scared. Yeah, Right? Unbelievable, dude. Like, well, he was upset with us that we were closed for dining and that we were being fucking sure. We were being pussies. Yeah. Because the virus cares if you're a tough guy. Right? Exactly. You could beat up a virus, yeah. right? Yeah, well, Dana White called everybody a bunch of oh. whips. Oh, yeah. And meanwhile, and Luke, wow. and I'm so and glad. Luke, good friend of Mr. Trump's, Dana uh, White. A little bit. I hear you they know. get along. I'm never going to call him President Trump ever again. I... No I, thanks. I you got to be presidential uh-huh. to be president, man. There's and, an expiration date on that, unless he suspends the election. Unless he suspends, and we, I mean, and we're talking about like potential, like, and I and I don't want to be conspiratorial, but it's really hard. I keep going back to this, like, I don't. You, we were all texting me, you, and that third guy that's usually on the podcast. I forget his name now. Sure, sure. Um, but we were all texting about how um, whether this was something that they're just simply going to take advantage of. Right. Like and use it and and you can see it already happening. They're using it. They're using it to crush all the Democrats. They're using it to. Um, they're not even. It, it's funny. It's like what's the opposite of fear mongering? Like underwhelmed. Like <laughs> right. you know. It's like you yeah. guys are acting like this is not happening, and they continue to do it. Um, I'm just. I, I, yeah, there's a level of cognitive dissonance with people that follow this guy. That like it's crazy. Like it it it, it transcends like what your party lines are because you have to be willing to just believe. Every word that comes out of this guy's mouth, despite all available evidence. And there's so much available evidence about, I mean, we have the numbers, we have the facts, we have um, the models. We can tell how bad this can get. Yes. We've so, like, stop telling me this is the flu. Stop telling me this is just, no, I mean, there's a reason we're shutting things down because it, we have to. Stop saying there's a fucking, uh, a fucking vaccine around the corner. There you know. isn't. Like, yeah. stop. This short-term economic devastation that's about to happen oh, God. is a hell of a lot better than 
a complete collapse of our Medicare system, a complete collapse of our private health care insurance industries. I mean, we could see this. This could be the deepest re- depression ever that we've ever seen in ever. this country. Ever. In I mean, we already years. have the biggest, most bloated, stupid medical system on the planet. 100%. So, like, despite the fact that everyone says it's the best... Yeah, maybe it is, but I don't know, man. All signs point to the opposite. You know, I, I we're, mean, we're all you in need trouble to, right all now. All you need to do is read. I, I it's really I, it baffles me that people still like to uh, fucking pound their fist on the table and say how great Americans' healthcare system is when it's clearly not. Um, I, I don't even know why there's still discussions about that with people. Like, I, I if you've known anybody that's had to tangle with the insurance companies and tangle with hospitalization, then then obviously that's not true. And that's not to say there isn't wonderful hospitals and wonderful insurance providers, because there are. Of course. It's, but, you know, I, God, we had such a good opportunity to go to a single-payer system and have really, really quality health care, and it would have already been in effect by now. Had that's funny the because, the, the, I mean, you know, before we get off politics, like yeah. the last thing that, that I really took away from all of this is like watching the Democratic primaries and watching, especially two people specifically, obviously Bernie. Right. Medicare for all, single payer, mm-hmm. all these different social programs that he wants to bring us, bring in here, like becoming more of a, like a kind of Scandinavian yeah. democratic socialism mm-hmm. type of system, you know, um, which I haven't heard a thing out of those countries. Nope. I'm sure they're okay. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, and, and whether you believe that's the right way to go or not is fine. Then you got Andrew Yang who was talking about universal basic income, yep. you know, and, and all of a sudden these things are become really relevant because now our healthcare system is on the verge of real problems. Mm-hmm. Like in a few months, this could be really bad. Yeah. And then now you've got Republican members of Congress actually coming out and saying, you know, we might need to actually send people a $3,000 check every month. Yeah. 1500 for their kids. Right. Um, maybe for the duration of this thing. Yeah. You know, now, of course, the leadership in the Republican Party is saying, no, fuck that. I'm not here to give you government checks. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. But it's kind of funny that the idea of of basic income all of a sudden means a lot to people because when you're facing it, you know, you're staring down the barrel of that gun. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know what? I'd rather give these people some money right now because this shit could get like. We could be a month away from people downtown just throwing trash cans through windows. Right? Um, we're we're it's going to if they don't fucking get out of their own way very soon. And again, this isn't party lines being drawn, but if if the entire government doesn't get out of its own way pretty soon, they're going to be staring down. How many police do we really have? Because I'm telling Not you enough. right now, I'm telling you right now, I I went through the riots in L.A. I was there. Um, when people decide to flip that switch, there's not a goddamn thing you're gonna do about it um i don't care how many fucking guns and army and (laughs) we're the sheer numbers and volume and hysteria that will be created if they don't make some decisions dude and don't tell me they're not scared to death they're gonna have fucking people getting going right through the white house and and walking right up to this fucking guy if if they don't figure (laughs) it out dude um but anyway i know i know sorry we have to talk about this guys we have to we're not gonna spend much more time no 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 but that was just kind of our two cents being we i've never been so happy to live in a shitty little town Um, (laughs) it's kind of weird i've always been the guy that's fucking you know i've always been the guy that like longs for home and i'm like oh my god i couldn't imagine being back in la right now what that would be like it's already so difficult anyway but god that must be weird um my buddy is at a resort uh he's an executive chef at a resort outside of san diego about an hour out and he's finding his capacity going up because people are literally just escaping 
yeah. to go live somewhere else for a little while. Like it's, it's insane. I mean, God bless you if you have the money for that, but God, right? most of no us don't. Kidding. No, we definitely don't. <laughs> most of us don't. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, I mean, I don't think that Bobby and I were talking earlier about like, and then you've got these people telling you what's going to happen and they don't know a goddamn thing. Nobody's ever been through this before. This is so uncharted territory for anybody alive right now. There's nothing to look back at and go, oh, this is like when this happened. No, it isn't. This is totally different than anything that's ever transpired. Right. So not better or worse, just not, completely it's different. fucking we're different in a new, paradigm. Here. New paradigm, dude. And so what I would ask of we're everybody. We're in the dark timeline. Yeah, dog. Um, what I'd ask of everybody, be kind, um, be generous. Um, if you have some disposable income and can tip people well, please do. Our, our town here is 40% uh, of its revenue is hospitality-based, and those are the people that got hit the worst, hardest first. So we've got basically half of our town out of work right now, um, without a doubt. And more without to, a doubt. W- and more to follow. Um, so... Maybe it might survive a week or two, but I don't know about you, brother, but uh, most of us are living check to check and most businesses are living month to month. So we're going to see a lot of closures. Um, It's going to get worse, but we're here. Be kind, be generous, be safe. Um, This is the time and kind of this is where we show our best. In my opinion, yeah, this is. We were talking earlier, you know, the the your girlfriend like was, you know, had she was having a very difficult time the other day. She was crying, and just because it's so overwhelming, and that's totally understandable. Um, but there's really two types of people in a crisis: there's the people that fold and just lay down, and then there's the people that fucking put their foot on the accelerator and go ham. Yeah. And so I've been drunk for three days. I'm not. That's not stopping. Um, um, if you're a drug dealer, I would recommend getting all the drugs because we're in fucking, this is what we do. We, we self-medicate. We, um, we're all getting through this right now. You know, like, we're I mean, this damnedest. is, we're doing our damnedest, man, but let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, how's that? Um, I'll tell you what, what are we, about uh, 30 minutes to talk? Well, eh, not quite I, of talking politics, but yeah, about 20 but minutes I, of politics. I think it's important. We can't not talk about it. We can definitely keep bashing Chetty, buddy. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, that's always, is he on episode six yet? I should call him and ask him how he's enjoying there is, it. I don't know. I don't think episode six exists. Oh, okay. So, so he's, he's actually gonna, kind of running out of material. Is he going to have to go back to work? Or? Um, I mean, he's kind of halfway through that Marvel marathon. So. Oh, right. He's watching a hundred movies instead of uh, recording. Um, great. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, um, but Bobby and I will do all the heavy lifting, Bubba. Don't worry about it. So uh, really, I think all we're going to do is some songs. So should we take yeah. a quick uh, little, like, uh, maybe a sponsor break? or a, Yeah, we could do... A little, uh, a little break for a dart while yeah, the sponsors we can go, chime in. We can go dart ski for sure. Um, we're right. going to come back with and some... And then we'll come back with some great music. We some, got new stuff. Got new stees to put on you. Um, and also we'll talk about... Um, uh, maybe a movie or two or a show or we've got yeah, no, yeah, we've got sure. no rules this is all this is all the Rona broadcast the dude um, you know how we do it people so yeah, some boys we'll, are in town. yeah we'll be we'll be back with a word from our sponsor when we get back please this week's whiskey reel is brought to you by anti-vaxxers anti-vaxxers how you feeling bub so in a few months there's going to be a vaccine for this disease you gonna partake no no? No. You're going to rely on herd mentality? Yeah. Well, the herd effect <laughs> is because of fucking vaccines. Thank you. So I will do all your vaccines, anti-vaxxers. You can bring them to me. And good luck. Smallpox having, mumps having motherfuckers. <laughs> Dipshits. Fuck. 
Dude, Bobby and I just went on a full tirade, dude. Yeah, um, I know. We, That's not our best sponsor, but it's still good. I think it's pretty salient. I, quite I, frankly, super salient. Um, we're gonna get into some new music, um, which everybody needs, I think, right now. By the way, take this opportunity to expand your horizons and uh, maybe listen to some stuff that you haven't listened to in a while. I was, uh, me and Rex were hanging out yesterday, and as we are wont to do, we usually go down to some serious music rabbit holes. And I want to throw an album out there that I texted you about yesterday, and I forgot before we chose our songs. But um, unbelievably relevant album now is The Fragile by Nine Inch Nails. Oh. Um, we're in this together now. Um, there is some, I, we listened to that entire album yesterday and it almost felt like it was written for this moment. It was so brilliant. And you forget how good the production is on that album. Um, uh, Dre had a couple songs he produced for him on that album. Um, go, if you guys, I mean, we're not going to play it or anything, but please take a moment and go back and listen to how good the fragile is. Cause it feels like it was written for right now. It's almost creepy. Um, but some of the songs on there and, and about the sense of loss and isolation and, but getting back together and, and becoming like fucking powerful together. Um, boy, man, I just, I was almost in tears listening to it. I couldn't believe how amazingly relevant it was now. And sometimes art, you, you use it, right? You use it sure. in different parts of your life, whether that's a, you know, Edvard Munch painting or, or whatever, whatever gra you gravitate towards. But for us, I know for Bobby and myself, it's usually music and movies. Um, Definitely. and that's, that's, that's how we choose to kind of like lick our wounds. And that's the salve we put on our, on our cuts and bruises. Um, I know for me, especially, and it's never been more relevant than right now. So, um, listen to that. Uh, if you're a fan of uh, nine inch nails, even if you're not boy, the production on that was just, Oh, mind numbingly good. Um, Anyway, you brought somebody to my attention, and boy, did you. Um, <laughs> this little snack. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, tell me about her. Um, so there's a gal by the name of Meg Myers. Um, she's been around for a little while. Um, she's actually in her 30s. She's like 33 years Never old. Never heard of her either until um, Bobby showed her to me. She came up through the Nashville... Nashville. Oh, that, that whole Nashville. Nashville. Started. But she's a, kind of an awesome little singer, songwriter, pop star. Yeah, and she's um, not country, so please, before no, you not be, at all. give her a chance. <laughs> not at all. Um, she's more alt, you know, art, pop. I would. I think you nailed pop? it. I think that, you yeah. nailed it with the PJ Harvey and Tori Amos. She definitely has a lot of that influence in her. Her voice sounds um, almost exactly like Tori's. Yeah, yeah, we were watching clips of her. She has a tiny desk, uh, NPR. And, and, if you guys love those, which we do. I and mean, you don't even need to listen. You could just watch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, her talent goes so far. So uh, far. She's a very good vocalist. She's not an amazing singer. No, no. Just a really good singer. Very she's emotive. She's musician. like an emotive exactly. singer. Like uh, Tori Amos um, has a beautiful angelic she voice. She is a dime. I, is there something more than a dime? Can we bump her up to the quarter status? She's, she's a quarter piece. She's a quarter piece, dude. Um, yeah. You, you have a couple of those. You can almost get a soda. Oh, I, this is I what mean, I'm saying, dude. She is super, super beautiful. Um, Raven-haired. Uh, Doe-eyed. Doe-eyed, exactly. Large-mouthed. Yeah, 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 just really, really. She's pretty. She is beautiful. Is what I'm trying to get at. Um, and she dressed 
to make an impact statement on that tiny desk. She did. And, Yo. Uh, and She's a mission cat accomplished. Wow. So there's a band, uh, there's a couple of bands that have done covers of the song that we're going to talk about. Um, another lovely little uh, elven creature. Yes. Just prancing about the forest. Little wood sprite. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't left a footprint in snow her entire life. Um, Kate Bush. Kate Bush. Um, man, you talk about going in the way back machine. Yeah, um, dog. I'd have to look up, and I'm not going to, the the year that this song came out, but uh, Running Up That Hill, probably... Classic. I mean, it's probably one of her top two or three most well-known... I think it would probably be the number one for her. For her. Um, and everybody's heard the song, even if you don't know it when we said it right now. Yeah. As soon as that chorus kicks, oh, yeah. everybody knows this song. And I think um, it's been covered successfully, like really successfully. Like Some people would argue that the placebo version of I Running Up That it. Hill... Is a more like kind of haunting, slower. Another under talk about an underrated band. If you guys don't know Placebo, oh man, um, their first two albums are th- that the the song everybody knows is a friend in need. Yeah, um, which is one of the best songs ever. If you listen to the lyrics of that song, but Placebo is an amazing band. Yeah, kick um, ass, really kick good. Ass. Um, and that version of the song, it actually showed up in that. Um, that vampire movie with like Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe. Daybreakers. Daybreakers. Which is a great movie. Oh, by the man. Way. And, and really it, cool it was take. definitely in the trailer. I don't remember if it was actually in the movie, but it was definitely in the trailer. Right. And it became the reason I wanted to see that movie. And then right. the movie turned out to be really fucking cool. A very underrated movie. Very as well. underrated. Yeah. A very great take on the vampire mythos. Yeah. Um, kind of a, like in that like. 30 Days of Night. Yeah, but very, but a, a modern world. take on what would it be like to be living with this. Yeah, And exactly. it was it was a really, really uh, clever approach to the vampire mythos. Yeah, it I, definitely I, was. If you haven't seen that, guys, you should... Hey, you got nothing else to do, motherfucker. Um, but so, our, our little Tennessee lover. Yes. Our little... Uh, my little paramour. Oh, little um, snacky. From, uh, <laughs> from Tennessee. Gosh. She uh, just released her version of Running Up That Hill. And we're not doing cover songs this week, but we're just doing great songs. And this one seemed like a really good... It's a banger. And a really good opportunity to actually kind of put the word out on Meg Myers. She's got some really good music. She's been doing it now for a few years. And she's like a traditional um, pop star. These are pop songs. Yeah. These are, this is, this um, is not country lace. Yeah. This isn't... Um, it's not very... Not it's, at all. It's almost like, uh, like I think, like almost art housey. It is. is. Her style is... It's kind of folky. It's kind of poppy but it's it's very much in the vein of pj harvey and tori amos definitely and, um it's definitely in that so if you like those artists chances are you're gonna love this yeah girl. she's got some songs like numb lemonize lemonize is one you played for really me kick-ass great song. video too. great video great video well just just her and some like cut off shorts and a trailer <laughs> um hi hitting every hot Oof, button issue for God me damn dude i know <laughs> Obviously having parental issues, which is obviously something we all look for. Uh, Just saying. Well, parental or boyfriend issues or both. Could be the same person. However, she's from Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, man, let's check out Meg Myers. Let's check it. No, no. 
Oh, man. Yo. I mean, it's not groundbreaking. No, she no. She keeps a lot of the same aesthetics, I think, that Kate Bush very does. Very much so. Even music. The this music is very earnest. It's a true cover. Um, a lot of artists feel the need to change the song when they cover the song. Um, which I get. I mean, you want to take your artistic yeah. licensing on stuff. I and mean, look up the other. Look up the Chromatics version as well. It's a slower. It's 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 somewhere between between the placebo version that we're talking about right. and this one. Um, it's just a little like more uh, slower tempoed. Right, it's right, right, right. Chromatics. It's, I mean, it's trudgy yeah, kind of like yeah. electronic. Tr- yeah, atonal and, kind of. Yeah, yeah, and they have that weird sort of like super high quality to a lot of what they're doing um i like chromatics a lot i don't know if you guys have ever listened to them but yeah pretty kick-ass yeah band for sure. um so listen to placebo listen to meg myers um listen to some fragile nine inch nails as well but another favorite one another here it's weird another fave um artist um because god you talk about mr do it all um what auteur He's a true auteur, um, true Renaissance man, really. When you think about it, so we, I, I think we opened up the show with you, his song. exactly um, through a little little flash at you, a little a preview. But uh, he's got uh, so we're talking about, of course, Donald Glover, aka the Gambino, the Gambino. Childish Gambino, which, childish. which I wasn't sure when this came out if it was going to be because like he didn't release this under the Childish Gambino. No, it's moniker. Donald Initially, Glover it was presents. Donald Glover presents. Yeah. Um, but everything you look up, it's childish campy. Of course. So you know, and that's fine. Whatever. And he dropped Whatever this. He, wants to call he him, dropped so. this a few days ago through his website, and now it just hit YouTube full stream. Um, so just so you guys know, you can go check. He just dropped it. Like he didn't. There was no fanfare around any of this. All of a sudden, he sent out a tweet that with a link to his website, and the website had the album. And by the time I got to it, it was already taken down. Right. Like he just kind of did a little flash. And then uh, has recently uh, released it on YouTube as of like hours ago. Um, so we wanted to do this only because, number one, obviously, huge fan of Donald Glover. I think as an artist and a person, I think he's doing super relevant, almost Marvin Gayish type shit in my mind. Um, and I, I'm putting him in that echelon at this point. I His think arc. Yeah, man. Has been like really, really fascinating. Unbelievable. To me. I mean, right? the guy started out as a. I think hip hop has always been his world that he wanted to get into, yep. but he was also a funny kid. So he was doing stand up, stand up, acting. Got, yeah, he got known for his stand up and got signed on. I thought he wrote. He, I think he wrote for SNL shortly. Yes, for a while. yes, that's the rumor. Um, I don't. I've... Tina Fey hired him on uh, Thirty Rock. Yep, he did some writing for them. Yep. He did that kind of stuff. He did a comedy special for shit. I don't remember if it was HBO or Netflix. Or I think what it, was it was Netflix. Um, called Weirdo, uh-huh. which is a really, really funny stand-up. Yeah, um, I mean, he... Not, I, not the best thing I've ever seen, but no. his his charisma just... He, he jumps off the shines. fucking camera, He dude. does. He I mean, just when jumps. He, he's fascinating. Yeah. His, the funniest shit in Community is mostly... His shit. Donald Glover. Yeah. He is fucking hilarious in that show. On a, He stood out on a really, really talented cast. An amazing really, really cast. well-written show. Yeah. And he kind of stands out. In every moment he's in, and even included some kind of funny, little weird, serious moments too, which right. I always thought was kind of interesting. Right, he's got he's. We talked last week about how our podcast mate Sean has no gravitas. Um, 
Donald Glover. Donald Glover's got it. He in bleeds it. Yeah. Um, even I mean it, that unwatchable piece of shit solo movie that they put out. He was the only watchable thing in that fucking. Oh movie. fuck! I didn't even think um, about that. Yeah, he, he was he, Lando. He was Lando, and he was like and the only it. watchable thing in that movie because that movie was hot fucking garbage. You heard it wasn't it great. You heard it here first, folks. Um, you know our thoughts on Star Wars, so <laughs> we got no problem yeah. fucking torching some fucking. And shit. I don't know if it was hot garbage. I found it to be incredibly unimportant. I just it made it, it, it just it, it was so pointless. It made no. It, like, I just don't think it moved the needle at all. At all. At all. That's a good way to put it, actually. It didn't move the needle at all. Um, yeah. It, but it he was creating it. He's got this new album he just dropped. Full full disclosure, Bobby and I, it's so new to the internet as we're recording this. We haven't even gotten to go down the rabbit hole of this. I haven't heard the whole thing I yet. I can't wait. Um, I've been still banging out that Jay Electronica shit that, from last week. But, um, but I was so happy to see this. This sounds like very much newer. This is not going to be the, the, the Gambino of... You know, back in the day when he was doing his hip hop stuff, this is more of that red bone uh, vibe, yes, very definitely. experimental, and uh, kind of even beyond that. Yeah, like it's very electric, um, um, very some weird vocal uh, uh, kind of uh, filter stuff uh-huh. that's going on there. Absolutely, which is totally new. He's never done that before. No, not really. Um, yeah, he was always known for like a real staccato delivery with his hip hop. Um, like brisk staccato kind of like bang 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 yeah very yeah, much that, so that old Gambino stuff very much so you know what I mean like bonfire and shit like yeah, that yeah exactly know, camp but, and bonfire and all those songs but, that were this is a different style no the, the, the really he had his home he had his breakout moment for me when he when he put out that uh, when he put out that Redbone album um, that turned him into that he transcended being a hip hop guy at that point, obviously. Definitely. Um, he's obviously an extremely talented vocalist singing wise. He's an extremely talented MC, comedian, actor. I mean, producer. Um, we played this is America, which feels like it should have came out today. Um, because of everything going on. That's why we played it. In yeah, the it beginning. just felt right. Felt right, man. Um, but boy, if I, I, is there anybody on the planet earth that hasn't seen that video at this point? I think it's got, 750 million views yeah it's, it's um, insane it's every person on the planet has seen it and if you haven't watched that video i don't even care if you like him or don't like him check it's it so important um it was so smart god it was so well done um but brilliant artist and so we thought we'd give give him some love because yeah. he's letting us hear all his shit for free we ain't paying for it right so i i think the least we can do is is big up uh, nothing he needs any more accolades. I, I was actually thinking, like, this is a guy that very easily, we could be talking about him in 10 years as an EGOT guy. Huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we don't know. Like, he, he's definitely cross uh, mediums God. already. So he got his Emmy, right? Yep. For Atlanta. Yep. Um, he has not won a Grammy to the best of my knowledge. I don't but know. I don't think so, which is amazing because that, just for that single alone... Right. He should have had statues thrown at him. You know, and, I, and times being what it is, I mean, like, this guy could have a Broadway show made from Atlanta or something in 10 years. And if you haven't watched Atlanta. they're turning everything into a fucking Broadway show these days. Dude, have you noticed? please. I'm Jesus Spider-Man. Christ, Beetlejuice is a fucking Broadway show. It's insane. Once Spider-Man hit, People that was that a wrap. Um, but, <laughs> but if you guys haven't seen Atlanta too, motherfucker. Yeah, How badass. good is that show? God damn. Um, but again. Dark broody, Glover. S- broody, way broody. <laughs> but still funny. And Unemployed sharp. broody. Yeah. Um, but he's so, hilarious. Yeah. Let's check out this new yeah, song. Yeah, let's check it out. What's it called? Algorithm, right? Algorithm. Algorithm. 
<laughs> Dude, I know. Yeah, it makes me angry how good he is at everything. I'm going to start a rumor. Donald Glover beats children. Uh, He's got to have something. Yeah, I know. He's kind of become like hip-hop Tom Brady in a weird way. Where you, 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 I'm like, well, what the fuck are you? <sighs> Shit. Do you do everything? I can't beat you up on literally anything. Okay, so you sing, dance, act, comedian, but are we producer? Right. Speaking of Tom Brady. MC. Ooh, 12 going to fucking Tampa Bay. Dude's in, so your, I, I get to dude's f- in your division. Get to face him tw- two have times a year. Oh, I'm going to have fun. So with you're going to get him for two years. I got him for 20. I know. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not scared. Fuck yourself. I'm not scared. No, there's nothing to be scared of. Uh, the Saints still have a better roster than, Amen. than um, Tampa Bay and does. We're, and we're just sitting back licking our chops right now. We and you guys even... just picked up Emmanuel Sanders, who yep. is going to be a huge... So who do you cover, Michael Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders? Uh, well, uh, or that fucking nightmare tight end. <laughs> or the nightmare or tight end. Or fucking Alvin Kamara. Yeah, who or... do you want? Jordan? I think the Saints are going to be all right. I think we're going to be fine. I think in the NFC, I'd love... I think the Saints maybe could come in as the Super Bowl favorite. Well, right, we, right from Jump Street. You know, if they play the San season. San Francisco's lost more than they gained this offseason. Amen. And you always do. Welcome to going to the Super Bowl, boys. Yeah. Um, this is yeah. what happens to your team when you go to the Super Bowl. I know. It gets dismantled. Oh, dude. I, I could spend the um, next 30 minutes updating people on fucking free agents moves. And, oh, dude. I there's... mean, being in quarantine. Oh, Mike, that's all you've been doing, right? Uh, I have no idea. Have you guys picked in... up anybody? A uh, couple people. Okay. Like sexy or, or uh, not sexy picks? You, you haven't heard anything? What? what we what we got 45 seconds for the Miami Dolphin Fucking update. Fucking A. Um, the big one, we got a big contract for Byron Jones out of Dallas. Wow. Who is arguably a top three cornerback in yeah. football. Yeah, dude, he's um, a badass. The big beat on him is that he doesn't get a lot of picks. Um, but he has a lot of breakups. Mostly because... They don't throw at him. He's never in the screen. Right. Because they don't throw at that guy. They don't throw at him. Um, this is a guy that broke an Olympic record in the combine <laughs> for the fucking broad jump. Like, the, we're talking about a, an athlete. A hyper Like, he's like a yeah. decathlete level right. kind of athlete. He's one of those. Um, he's long. He's fast. He's really fucking good. That's amazing, dude. Um, you guys They are, already have a cornerback named Xavier McDaniel, that Xavier uh, Howard. You guys wow, are fucking that, loaded on your secondary now, aren't uh, the you? Second, well, we dumped all our safeties, so we're going to see how that plays out in the draft. Um, but cornerback-wise... Yeah, you got, I mean, you cover, got Zayvon you got, Howard, you, you got, got Byron Jones, you got Bobby man. McCain wow. in the slot, you got Nick Needham in that fourth position, the other slot. Wow. Um, if they can fill in that uh, safety, which Eric Rowe played strong safety last year as a converted cornerback uh-huh. from New England, played great. Right. You know, so yeah, the secondary's in great shape. I'm, I'm front seven. Act, act, they added a couple of pass rushers. Right. It's really um, going to come down to what's happening on the other side of the ball for you guys, because that's so. still up in the air. You don't know. It's, well, you know, it's quarterback, offensive line. Yeah, and if that's all they draft, great. Fine by me. Fine by you. But they got 14 picks, so I have a feeling they're going to get more than that. Let me. Um, last time I checked, that's more than what you need on a line. So uh. yeah. <laughs> and you know it's weird season, so like everyone always talks rumors, but there's more and more momentum kind of building that that Miami might try Jump to up. leverage. They yep. have three first round picks for Burrow. Would Cincinnati be interested in two of those first round picks and maybe next year's first round pick? Yeah. Because we got the Texans right. next year, next year but, first round But pick as the well. thing about Cincinnati, so. opposed to you guys, is Cincinnati needs is rebuilding from scratch. Yeah, like they mean, need they need as many picks as they're possible. They're kind of like where they, yeah. But you know, if if they're in love with Burrow, do you think that, do you, you think Dalton's going to do you think Dalton's going to New England? I think Dalton could go to New England very easily. Um, you would have thought you would have seen that by now, right? Right, and that's what's getting me a little. But you know, we got another. Honestly, some of those things happen on draft day too. Right? No, for sure. 
for sure. You know, as as teams as come in, with a, a, like their right. plan is sort of uh, now on paper. This mm-hmm. is how we want to approach this, and then we'll make that trade. Right. Um, I think Andy Dalton in Josh McDaniel's system would be really shockingly good. I, I don't. I, I've never not liked Andy. I, a, I, he gets a lot of shit, but that team has been a dumpster fire He gets a lot of shit, forever. one, because, well, yeah, he's never won a playoff game yeah. or whatever. He has red hair, which I think, let's be honest. Kiss of death. That fucks him. Kiss of death, It fucks brother. him. Kiss of death. You know? Yeah. But the guy makes all the throws. He's not a stupid quarterback. No. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. He's not a top 10 quarterback. He's never even know? had a consistent but team around him. the honest truth is, like... You know, he's won a lot more playoff games or been to more playoff games than a lot of quarterbacks yep. in this league. So, like, look at look at know, who he's surrounded by his skill position, Mixon and AJ Green, who neither one of them can play a full season. You know, right. Like, he's never been in a position right. to succeed, in my opinion. But Plus, he had that dumpster fire of a head coach. That you could do a lot worse. And he'd be that classic bridge pocket quarterback yeah. into the next younger guy. He'd work in that system really well. Or who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? And for all you know, the fucking Patriots will find a way to move up and take two or some shit. You know, just because fuck it shock you. Would right. it shock you? Yeah. Um, anyway, that was our NFL. Those are NFL. I know. Things. I could that I could go on. I know. I know. I, I've been, Bobby and I, I rabbit hole that shit oh, all the man. time. But uh, so deep I just hope we hole. get a fucking season at this point. I guess. Um, well, <laughs> there's a potentiality that we could in September see. There's going to be football. I agree. But we could see teams playing in empty stadiums. That might happen. You know, well, you know what I'm more upset about. The TV deals are about to happen, so right. like, I promise you, there's going to be football. Do you know? Do you know what but, I'm more pissed off about is the fact that even after five times, we're still not going to get Khabib Tony Ferguson. Uh, I'm so pissed off about that. That that is the super it's fight. Of, something, right? It feels like Pacquiao Mayweather back in the day when they just could never get it together, you know? and then they fought too late. Like, I but dude, you can't. I mean, fuck Dana White. His I position know. on he's this su- whole thing. He's such he's a, a piece of shit. I it, talk. How unlikable are you at that point? Like you just, it, God, he. Th- I just. I got I nothing to say. At I, some point, the, the idea that I'm just rich and powerful enough to tell everybody to go fuck off is kind of charming. Bu- that they're a bunch of pussies. But that kind of starts to wear out. Really does. He's not a very likable guy. No. Let's be honest. And nobody that's worked with him would say it otherwise. I. I just yep. saying. I um, right. But still, Tony Khabib. God damn, I would watch those guys fight in a fucking Denny's parking lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see that so bad. There's literally the two best lightweights in fucking in MMA. Right. All the way across from Bellator Just everywhere. They're, it. they're fucking, uh, that's what I'm saying, dog. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that is the super fight. Kumite. Outside of Kumite. Outside of Adesanya Jones, which would be the other thing that everybody would stop anything in their life to go watch. Um Dude, Khabib Tony, like he, like I'm just, I'm so upset. They've tried this so many times, um, and look, it's getting postponed again. Well, Dana White's saying he's not well, canceling; he's postponing. He's postponing, right? Which means nothing. He's just saying words, like his buddy, old <laughs> Captain Fucking Captain Orange Face, dude. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, they're they're peas in a pot, aren't they? Well, they're buddies. Yeah, um, boy, they're buddies. Know, that whole Vegas connection, right? Kind of thing, right? You know? And then we got a lot of. Uh, you know, all the New York boys love each other or hate each other. I don't know. We're li- we live in a weird. We don't live in their world. No, no, they live in a different dimension. Yeah, live. Um, I always felt like we had politicians in the past, like the Clintons, that lived on like a global situation that we couldn't quite understand. Right. Like where they were all meeting on an island somewhere, Bilderberg, once a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like deciding how the world went for the next would year. That, would that island be? Thing. Owned by mm. one Mr. Jeffrey? Jeffrey Epstein? Possibly. 
Um, well, how many times I'm did he fly? I'm not sure if Hillary was ever invited to those meetings. Guaranteed, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, how many times did he fly on his jet? Plenty. 27, something like that? Wasn't it like 19? I mean, or? how fucked up is it? With no secret service? How weird and scary and fucked up, you know? I, I mean, that, that whole... Clinton dude, was chummy with him. Trump was chummy with we him. We haven't even... We, I mean, we don't even have a black book no, from Epstein, we've, but... We've been so distracted by everything else going on that... There's no luckily, Heidi Fleiss. Right, right. You know. That luckily, or what's her name? Lewinsky. They're fucking... That, that whole incident that happened with that guy, I mean, I know... Talk about conspiracy theorists going crazy. Um, boy, if that doesn't stink to high heaven. Um, you don't need to get far down the article to figure out that... No. Something ain't right, dog. Something ain't right. When you got the best autopsy guy in fucking... In the world, basically, the guy who did the autopsy show, coming as a third party hired by the family to say, <laughs> right. there's absolutely no way that was suicide. Right. Like, I, I mean, and it just, it just kind of went away. Well, no, I, I think we've all seen enough movies and TV shows <laughs> and like, like you can smell it. Oh no. It's dude. Yeah. When they're like, Oh, that guy died. No, he didn't. No, you he know, didn't. he's either on an Island somewhere. That's either, the other part. Is, you know what I mean? Really they either got him shit? out of there or they fucking smoked him. They smoked him, which why wouldn't you? If they he was holding him. all those secrets, they smoked him. Dude, and by the way, they can't even figure out how he made all of his money because people have had meetings with him, but nobody's ever really worked with him. Yeah. So how did know. he make... I yeah, dude, I think we know as well. I think we know. Um, have you ever seen David Mamet's Spartan? Yes. When they just throw girls in a, in a Zircon and yeah. ship them around There's, the world? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, That's got to be high dollar they, business. They still, can't fig- they still can't find his fucking assistant either. You know? She, she ghosted, dude. dog. Dude. She's gone. I know. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. The Clintons are like murderers and i uh, no 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 i'm thing. not i'm not getting down i've that been hearing road. that forever I, um forever you know I mean, they the the fucking the the fucking uh pizza gate fucking shit and all that i mean it's talk, there are other people that do this a lot better than we do i miss the charming days when joe pesci would just shove an ice pick in the back of your skull yeah what happened to that you know what it was gentlemanly gentlemanly oh well done sir <laughs> so why don't we since we've regaled you with our thoughts on this that and the other let's uh Usually on the Whiskey Reel, as you guys well know, we, we do uh, Clutch Your Pearls of Wisdom. And it's our opportunity to kind of tell you guys, um, just to, like, again, I, I keep using the word gravitas, but it's about it's about kind of imparting some, our little fucking minor bits of wisdom. It, it, and you could take it or leave it with a grain of salt, and you probably should. It's our white um, night moment. Yeah. Yeah. We get to come in and save the day and look cool. Um, but on the Handsome Boys... Uh, since we are gentlemen, we, are. We, we we like to impart and and try to have all of you be a gentleman. And this is not gender specific. Women, you could be gentlemanly too. I'm just saying. It's more of an attitude. It's a philosophy. Um, so, Bobby, do you have anything well, to impart as far as being a gentleman? God, I hate to connect this to the stupid coronavirus <laughs> quarantine situation that we're living in. But um, I, I feel like... I live with a, a woman and her daughter, and um, when people are in close quarters, like you, all of a sudden everything you do, whether it's, you know, sometimes you want to take a bath and your girlfriend needs to come in and poop. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not saying that's happened, but I'm saying that's it's viable. If she needs to, you should probably get out of the fucking bath and let her poop. Cause, yeah. You know. You don't want to have that. You don't want to cross that line either, right? Um, but where you're living, you go. I'm definitely not in the room at the same time. No. I, I've got very fixed rules about Um I was married for 16 years, and I never, never was anywhere near. Never saw it. My wife when she pooped. Never saw it. 
No, no. I never. barely smelled it. Maybe a you couple know? times. I, I know, but they're very good. The women are now. There was good definitely a it. point in my life when I, I, you know, I went a couple of years where I was like, man, does this girl fart? And then I realized really soon, oh, she's super farts because she was pretty sure she was just sitting on the couch, just like, hey, can you hear this? Just ripping ass, yeah. And that girl could fart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking about masturbation. Yes. What are you guys doing? I mean. I mean, you're in a, I mean, I get it. You live with a woman, you're going to have sex, right? But probably sometimes you want a, a little me time. Dude, I think it's mandatory. You know? It's you need some mandatory. Time on your own. And by the way. We How were... do you in a gentlemanly way? Yeah. You know, you, do you want to be Kevin Spacey in the shower? You know, in American Beauty? Ah. Do you want to fucking like, or do you just have an open dialogue like a gentleman? Like a gentleman. And say, I'm going to go in the other room for 10 minutes. Yeah. If you don't, don't come in there unless you're ready to see what you're about to see. Right. And, <laughs> you know, and. Because we're going to be in here for months. And quite, exactly. <laughs> and quite frankly, if you're a G'd up girl, you may want to go like watch and encourage and do some weird stuff. You know. I'm just saying. If uh, some of the best, some of the best sexual moments I've ever had have been a, uh, a, 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 a dual masturbatory. Oh, definitely. Moment. And that yep. can be as sexy as anything in the world. I, uh, I have a kind of weird predisposition towards like someone seeing that i enjoy it i'm like yeah you like yeah, this you like that shit yeah yeah and by and, the way take notes and you're egging each other on you know right you're egging you each it. other you know i've just recently within the past 24 hours i think i've uttered, <laughs> i think i've uttered the word fucking you know when you're encouraging each other in a loving relationship for each other to to orgasm you know right. when you're like you fucking make that shit come you know, do like, what you got to do. Fuck yeah, dude. But just yeah, the rah, rah, yeah. rah. That's a gentlemanly thing to do. It's yeah. Cheer them on, dude. Right. Cheer them on. And women, don't be offended. We're not, it's not, this is part of who we are as animals. It's not that you're not enjoying this, like, oh, you're, you're going to come for you, but then you won't have sex with me. No, we can do all of that. But this is Within part a certain of it. time frame. Yeah. I mean, there is a refractory period, obviously. Mm, there is. We discussed that. Mm -hmm. Like, the worst thing in the world is when you jerk off, then your girl comes home and wants to fuck, and you're like, God damn it. I blew it. I blew it. You know what? I do, too. I'm going to go make a cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm, can, I get, can I get one smoke in? Oh. I, you know? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever partaken in any sort of um, dick pills? Oh, no. Okay. No, I'm not saying I don't have a listen stigma. Listen, for shits and giggles, your boy got a few. Okay, okay. I, I I've always blue been curious. White. There were the uh, blue chews. Um, I've always been curious because I'm like, yeah. oh, what does it do? I you know whatever. Um, you know we're all getting up in age, and obviously I'm not 20 anymore. But that being said, I do okay. I'm fine. Sure. Sweet mother of God. Right. What happened? was amazing to the point where now I've been asked we need to we need to sparse that out yeah because this is it's right. it's a little much right it's a little much because I, I have hip dysplasia <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I, I don't mean I do no I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying as a man you can get discreetly if you really and I look at it almost like I'm doing a favor for you like, I'm going to take one of these for you. So the two most popular 
items are the blue one, and then there's the other, like the Cialis, right? Whatever, yeah, I've whatever never, ver- brand that, right, right, right. Whatever there's that a, drug is. There's Viagra. There's this. There's that. that this is more of so a, like the Viagra was more like the that's the immediate, immediate. like you're you're just and like, Cialis. Boom. Cialis is all day. It is yeah, just kind of keeps yeah, you there a little bit. Which I put, dude. I'm telling you, and I've I, heard wonderful things I've, about Cialis. I've chewed, I've chewed, I chewed up because they're chewables. I chewed up one of these, and 20 minutes later. And it's weird because you would think it would be, it doesn't do anything for your drive. Like, but when, and it doesn't, it's not like you get a boner and you can't like, it's not like you automatically get a boner when you decide to, to go down the road. Holy shit, dude. I've, I didn't, I, I, I'm a believer, dude. I didn't think, I didn't know. So be something good to have in a, in the the quiver. It's almost like, yeah, you keep it in the fucking chest. Like, should we break one of these out? Cause you know, it's about to happen. Ooh, I wonder what their stock's doing right now. They might be going Ooh. with everyone locked in. Invest in fucking Ooh. dick pills right now, right? Oh, man. But if you pop one and then your girl gets mad at you, because you put plates it's, on the top rack of the it, fucking dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, that's gonna happen. I'm just telling you right Have now. Have you ever chewed gonna... somebody out for the way they like Never. stack the dishwasher? Never. I have. I don't want to have that conversation. Because I finally, I did have a moment where I was just like, what in the fuck are you doing? What was she doing? Why is this here? Why what is this was, here? The bowls doing? go there. The what, bowls go here. What was she doing? The spoons go here. Oh, the she shit everywhere? You just shit everywhere. No, there's obvious places for everything. Everything has its place. You shouldn't have a conversation about this. You know? I'm know. just saying. I know. Okay, at least she was trying to clean. Pick your battles. Be a gentleman. <laughs> be a gentleman. <laughs> what you got? Um, um, let me see. What do I got for be a gentleman? Um, how about... How about for be a gentleman, um, and we'll, we'll lead it back in, but uh, be a gentleman and make sure that all you people out there, all those people that, uh, and I've said this before in a, in a Clutch Your Pearls uh, moment, but I, I want to reiterate, guys, do yourself a favor, and that phone call that you've been pushing off, make it. Um, all those, those friends that you don't talk to a lot, give them a call. I've been trying to do that as much as possible recently. It's just to check in. It's even if it's just texting somebody going, Hey man, how you doing? Are you hanging in there? Um, I think now, especially, um, it's so important to, uh, continue to keep those ties because right now we're more isolated than we've ever been. I argue that we were more, we were getting to this point anyway, by virtue of phones and, um, the internet, we were all self-isolating as it was. Um, this is our opportunity now that nothing else is happening to make and reestablish those connections. I think, I I think we're going to need them going forward because we don't know what's about to happen, man. We we just don't, we just don't. Nobody does. Nobody does. Obviously the administration doesn't i don't you don't um maybe sean's figured out something magical and to be on better call saul oh wait. so um maybe he's figured it out right now because you know he's balls deep in that um <laughs> while, while we're doing all his work for him so um yeah uh have fun with that if you have should we, should we check in on sean Mo oh yeah quick? yeah we're gonna check in and see what he's and watching then we're go- right and, and in honor of sean Mo, we're gonna do a shot of our favorite spirit. Oh my God. We're doing this right now. I'm um, grabbing it right now. Why you love that? Bobby. Because talk. I'm pretty sure that one cure for sure for the coronavirus has got to be our favorite spirit of all time. Sierra Norte purple corn whiskey. Purple Mexican most, whiskey. If this won't cure it. <laughs> by the way, there's like been nine cases of coronavirus in Mexico. Now, we can attribute that to a lack of testing. No, I'm I going disagree. with Sierra Norte. I'm going with Sierra Norte. Amen. I think um, this, it's got to be, right? This, Yeah, this is 
definitively uh, better than what's it called? The malaria medication? The coloquine? Um, coloquine. Um, uh, uh, well, it's coloquine within a, or however you say it, coloquine, because it's quinine. It's essentially oh. chemical quinine. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So malaria, the, the, the oh, whole quinine. thing yeah, it was duh. tonic. Duh, was duh, like, duh. You would drink tonic, you would drink essentially. Tonic water, but it, right. Yeah. Um, Wait, so what you're saying is if we drink tonic water, we're going to get cured of the coronavirus? Definitely. You just said that. Definitely. Fuck yeah, dude. According to the president and anecdotal evidence all over the planet, if you drink, uh, or I'm sorry, if you take uh, colloquinine with zithromycin, right. or a ZPEC, right. as some people would call it, right. um, which is a really, really strong antibiotic that, that's curing people, he literally tweeted out to everyone that the FDA needs to push this through and get it out to everybody. Um he was refuted strongly by his within own about appointee. three fucking minutes right. from uh, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Fauci. Fauci, who's quickly becoming one of my spirit animals. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. How is that guy dealing um, with that guy? Anyone that the Republicans want fired is obviously doing his job really obviously. well. Obviously. Um, so he, they asked, it was, so Trump came out with that proclamation and they, in the press conference, they asked uh, Fauci like, well, what about this? Color? And he was, no, no, no. This is not happening. Hard no. It's ridiculous. Hard no. Um, a, zithromycin is a fucking antibiotic. Has zero effect on a on virus. virus. Yeah, it doesn't. Doesn't do. It anything. doesn't. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. It's gonna make you poop yellow for a mile. <laughs> I mean, like it, it just destroys the floor. I mean, it's a super strong antibiotic. Right. It destroys your stomach. It destroys your immune system. And so that's what you, you know? want. Is now, a if you have a really system, strong right? uh, bacterial infection going on. Z-packs are fucking amazing, right? Man. Don't take this shit. There are people literally overdosing around the world on colquinine, which apparently needs to be, you know, very carefully prescribed by. There's a, here's a word doctors. Heard of them? Medical professionals. You mean not not? But, but Trump could be a doctor. Not real estate moguls. No, he could. And have I use the doctor. word mogul very loose. So loose. Please. please. So here is. To Colaquinine Cola and Donald Trump. Hey, guys, we're doing some Actually, Sierra Norte. Here's to Michael Fauci. Here's to Fauci, dude. Fauci. Oh. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Oh, and for the record, before we dip out, before we wrap oh, this. Oh, God. Uh, it's as bad as I thought it was. Um, Sean is. What's he watching now? 28 minutes deep in, I shit you not, Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't. I have no words. I, I, okay. I have a 10-year-old. <laughs> you have a you've had a kid he's grown now he's a lovely man i have a 10 year old in my home shout out to ethan you have a 10 year old now that's mm-hmm. that you that you're living with um can you explain to me how that fucking dipshit is watching sonic the fucking hedgehog <laughs> and not with us recording right now well would you care to uh just i, I want you to just let loose. This so, is almost like slam poetry. We'll see if he listens to this tomorrow. He'll have his day in court. Yes. And hopefully it won't blow up and turn into a whole thing. Because sometimes he gets mad at us. I've listened to podcasts where you guys have lambasted me while I was lying bleeding on the streets. So. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I get it. He. It very well could be Katie sitting watching this. It could. You know it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I don't care He could what be he doing says. work. He, that's well, not happening. That's not. Um, <laughs> Chetty, we love you. 
Um, Fucking give your nuts a tug, though, give dog. Give them a tug, bro. Jesus Christ, bro. Let's get on track. We love you. But... Let's drop some knowledge for the peeps. Yeah, dog. And by the they way, us. by the way, like if Bobby's willing, because when it's just me and him, it's a very pared down thing. We don't need to do a lot of setup or anything because it's just one mic and a computer. Um, so going down the road, it's a very big possibility. We might be ripping out some podcasts because we, we've got a lot to say. Um, I think it would be a good community sort of thing. I obviously love my brother and I love seeing him as much as possible. So it's going to, it's an opportunity for us to be social without being social. Uh, but we might be doing some podcasts. Going yeah. Forward, without a com- like making a commitment, but I'd like to, I mean, I could definitely see us starting to at least do this twice a week. Yeah, man. Um, especially now. Why, Maybe a why, little like Sunday, Wednesday kind of. Yeah. Break thing. it up. But why wouldn't you? Right. You know, why wouldn't we so do this? You, right you now? guys would get a Monday morning and a Thursday morning podcast. Exactly. And we, and, and I, you, Rumor has it you might have some time to fill. Uh, just saying. Um, and oh. So- oh, and big shout out to my friend Ryan Griffin. Uh, oh yeah, Ryan Griffith. Uh, he's he's a really good dude. He's a new listener. He's loving it. What's he, up, he brother? He's testing me like some really really positive stuff. That's awesome. Um, he's listening to it at work, trying to stifle laughter, which this episode might not make everyone laugh. No, but, I, I, but hey, it's, it's not what we're doing. It's necessity, guys. And yeah. as we hopefully we'll up our game and start doing this more because Bobby and I have the time to do it. I'm not like doing long nights at the restaurant. Obviously, I'm leaving at like six or seven. So yeah, I might go by Bobby's house. I mean, knock one out on the way home type right. thing. Right. Um, everything I hope you're talking about podcasting. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about. fucking cranking it dude um i mean if you need to jerk off in my garage i mean you're there for me right oh and i might build a speakeasy in my garage yeah (laughs) by the way that may happen guys um we're gonna let you know about all of that but uh, guys like i said take care of each other be safe please don't overreact and i know this is fucked up guys don't overreact and don't underreact go with it it's going to be fine. We're going to survive this. We survive everything. We're, oh, we're, we're can I do a, pearl is, a real quick pearl whistle yeah, that I man. picked up on Twitter? Please. And then we'll wrap it. Please. Um, one thing that one doctor said, and I trust a lot of those guys. Yeah, I know a lot of doctors, and some of them are morons. Oh, yeah. 100%. But they're good at knowing about medicine. That's oddly enough, because that's all they did for That's crazy. Years. That's all they learned. Um, one gentleman came out on Twitter, and the one thing he said really stuck in the back of my head. He's like, what we really need people to do right now is to pretend they have the virus. Hmm. Act accordingly. Interesting. Like you have the virus right now. Interesting. It's not about you. Right. Don't make other people sick. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. Our healthcare system is at stake. Our country's at stake. Our economy is at stake. Amen. People's lives are at stake. You know, my girlfriend has a mom in her 70s. I have a dad in my 70s. My, I have both I know of my parents here in town over yeah. 80. That's right. Don't fuck around and make somebody else sick you could be sick right now i'm not saying that to be a doomsayer pretend you are yeah and, and do what you would do if you weren't si- if you are sick does that make sense amen and 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 a finer note on it and this and then we really will wrap obviously we, we, we're doing this because we love doing this um i have a little uh piece of information for all of you out there or i should say i have an opinion for all you people out there if you're an owner operator of a, a restaurant, a bar, something like that, um, I, I'm telling you right now, I will not patronize your establishment if you've been open this week. I know there's several bars in town that have been trying to uh, Play the do game. outlaw radio and hey, you'll shut us down when somebody in a badge comes in. You guys are destroying our community. You guys are trying to capitalize off of the grief of others and you're selfish and you're shitty people 
And um, I'm, I know several off the top of my head right now that I will never walk back in those, their doors because they are not doing the right thing for anybody, even though they think they're being cute with it. And you know who you are. And we all know the restaurants know and the bars that have been doing this. And I'm, t- I'm making it my personal fucking mission to make sure that everybody knows what giant pieces of shit you are. Uh, we're all struggling through this, so you're no exception. How dare you open your establishment for patrons and tell them that we're being overreactive pussies, so come on in. You are a piece of shit, and I'm telling you right now, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that you no longer exist in Durango. I just want to throw that out there. And if you're a patron of those places, you're complicit. Grow up. You're fucking complicit. Let's all take care of each other and do the right thing. But we're not, remember, I'm Bobby and I are Irish. Uh, our memories go very long when it comes to grudges, y'all. Um, I, you're on my radar, all of you that are opening and trying to play games. I'm, I was livid. Live it all week. When yeah, I heard about absolutely. that. Yeah. Um, I know exactly what we're discussing, yep. and yeah, I was a little frustrated too. So not cool. Um, not anyway, cool at all. Uh, but th- those chickens will come home to roost. I think. Yeah, they will. Yeah, bub. Um, absolutely. We love you guys. We're gonna see you in a little bit. Okay. Um, take care of each other. Be safe. All right. Primus sucks. Primus sucks.